Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Thanksgiving morning, Chattanooga. How are you, Pratula? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Having a good time. Thank you, Andy. Started a watch party for the best outdoor radio show in America. I would agree with that. I'm going to take it whether it's true or not. All right. Oh, no. He didn't give me that. I lied. It's the best show on right now. <laughs> okay. I'll that buy that, us. too. That would be us. Yeah, that would be us. All right, man. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. Uh, I had two Thanksgiving dinners on Thanksgiving Day, so. You didn't eat yesterday? Uh, hardly. Uh, <laughs> barely. I was still full. The... Um, the turkey was awesome. The stuffing was great. The The second one we went to, the turkey was okay, and the dressing, I didn't even bother. So, No, wait a minute. Hold on. Did you cook the first one? No, I did not. I did not fully cook it, but I, I got no. it helped. Yeah, that was. Yeah, and my mother is still uh, fascinated that I can take a turkey apart in record time, and I laid out the. It's easier than a, a fish, isn't it? I don't know. Well, yeah, you, well, I don't know. I, I That's a good question. I, I'd have to stop and think about that. But I did cut the breast up to where that laid them out like deck of playing cards. And it was really, really well done. Cut out the rib meat and all that other stuff. Probably scares her that you're so good with a knife. Yeah, that, that too. And so um, took that apart. Had some great turkey. Saw my nephews and then went to uh, Deborah's Thanksgiving and, uh, Saw all of her cousins and had a nice time over there as well. So I understand you're famous in Titans uh, Stadium. Apparently, apparently. Um, <laughs> whoever the listener is, call in and let us know if it's you. Uh, my cousin Eddie has uh, season tickets to the Titans. He's had season tickets for many, many years. He's a big Titans fan. Well, there was uh, some new people in their section, and they always have seats in the same section. And he introduced himself and said, you know, was asking this first game, you know, where y'all from? I said they were from Chattanooga. And cousin Eddie said, uh, "Well, I've got a, a a cousin who does a radio show down there." He says, "I don't know what station it's on." And the guy goes, "It's on WGOW Talk Radio, Tony Sanders Outdoors." So apparently, we are famous in uh, Middle Tennessee as well. Well, no, he's from here. Yeah, he's from he here. He just was there. Yeah, so taking Tony Sanders Outdoors all into the world. <laughs> I mean, well, we are world famous. We've gotten calls from. Well, we've gotten. Facebook listeners from New Zealand and mm-hmm. Hawaii and mm-hmm. Maine and mm-hmm. gosh only knows where else. It is uh, it is way cool. The internet's an interesting thing. And right now there is nothing going on, absolutely nothing in the outdoor world except for deer hunting apparently. Uh, not much to be honest. Saw a ton of turkeys in Middle Tennessee when I was there. They do not have a shortage, I will put it that way. Because I saw a flock of twenty, and then saw another flock of at least ten, and 
they have the wild turkeys in Middle Tennessee, like a lot of them. I can't think of an analogy this early in the morning, but they have a ton of wild turkeys. Now, I understand your nephews want to go hunting, or one of your nephews? Yes, my oldest nephew is really wanting to go hunting. Uh, he wants to go squirrel hunting. He thought that would be a good way to start, and I told him I'm going now, to. Now, how did, I mean, where did he come up with that? I don't know. Uh, hey, this will be a good way to start hunting and squirrel hunting. I mean, that's. He doesn't want to shoot. He doesn't think he could shoot a deer. He okay. doesn't want to shoot a deer. Uh, he doesn't want to shoot rabbits, but he wants to go hunting. And he said, I think I could, you know, go squirrel hunting is what he said. I said, okay, I can make that happen. So we're going to try and set that up for hope, hopefully before the season ends, and if not, definitely for next season. But they also want to come down. They did mention they would like to go fishing again, so Uncle Rob's going to have to go take up fishing. Did you um, – have you bid on that, that gun, that squirrel gun? Uh, no, I have not yet. Yet. Yet being the key word. It is at – Two hundred and fifteen dollars right now. Two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. It is. It is. That's not terrible. I just hope. It no. I hope it doesn't go much higher than that. Um. What we're talking about is uh, our good friends over at Compass Auction uh, are having their. I just saw this yesterday. Guns and Gut Busters Grill Out. I like that. There too. Uh, and that's starting today. Uh, at the auctions at 1. Food is at noon. Registration is at 11. Okay. You can start registering. And that's online or at, this is the first time they've ever done a live auction for firearms. Um, so, and they have got a boatload of firearms. Let me tell you. They kept adding. I was over there yesterday. I have, uh, as I've told you guys, I have several guns in this auction myself. Um, But I was over there yesterday. And what they're going to do, this is pretty cool. They're going to, they got these huge, they got huge line of tables. They're going to have every gun that's being auctioned off on display. As it's auctioned off, they're going to pull it off the table. So when somebody walks in and says, hey, can I bid? If it's on the table, you can bid on it. Okay. If it's not on the table, it's sorry sold. That's a good system. And uh, I, I thought it was pretty smart because they have a couple. They have um, they have a couple of really, 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 really nice guns. Um, I'm selling some, and unfortunately, I'm probably buying some. Why I'm am I not surprised? I'm just being honest. Hey, at least you're on, you're, at least you're on the downside now. Because what is it you 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 sold five last time and bought four, so you're negative one. So that's you, you're you're working on it. Yeah, they've got a bunch of guns. They've got two really big collections, and they're nice. They are. They're really <coughs> nice. They have a they have a bankruptcy collection where the it's court ordered selling, and they're doing that, and and then just. This week, I think you said it was Monday, one of their regular customers brought them 42 different guns. 42? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and according to Miller, um, 
he has a lot of faith in what this customer says. Well, good. Uh, he, 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 matter of fact, he said, it'd be kind of like you bringing me a gun. I, I know what you're telling me is true. He goes, that's what this guy's like. Okay. So 42, I think it was 42, 38 or 42. Wow. It was a bunch. And, and, and I knew that there was a bunch came in because I saw the auction blow up. So right. To speak. Well, that's great. A lot of good, a lot of ammo too for sale as well. So if you're in the market, come on down to Compass Auctions today. Yeah, uh, it's going to be starting today. Uh, be a lot of fun. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. But um, I'm looking forward to it. this. Is the first time I've ever been to one of their on-site auctions. I've done. I've Lord knows I've participated online. But I'm going to go down there and actually get in the action. Sounds good. Sounds real good. All right. What else? Uh, let's see here. Got some. You want to do some harvest numbers since you said it was deer season? Yeah, might as well. All right. This week statewide, there were 80,526 deer taken. That's an increase from last week of 27,217. Wait a minute. That's not. There was 27,000 taken. 80,000 is the new harvest. Correct. Number. Okay. Right. Hamilton, <clears throat> excuse me. Hamilton County this week, 1,242. Bledsoe. 676, Bradley, 633, Grundy, 644, Marion, 1,044, McMinn, 1,039, Meggs, 806, Monroe, 586, Polk, 197, Ray, 1,001, and Sequatchie at 446 deer. I can't believe Hamilton County is still leading my region. Normally, after gun season gets in, it Starts going the other way, but it's holding its own. We're holding our own this year in Hamilton County, so well done, everyone. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I am very surprised at that. Not surprised at Polk. That is a, uh, you know, and, and, and I was talking to one of the officers, wife, Polk, and he's been a Polk County officer for a long time, and uh, we were talking about it. Um. It was, um, he says it's it's harder hunting in Polk because of the mountains and stuff. Yes. He says they can drive just, you know, four or five miles the other way, and they're hunting in farmland and flatland. And uh, he said, so it's just a lot easier hunting. So that's why, you know, you get over to some of the other counties that surround Polk. And their numbers are a little bit higher because people from Polk are going over there and hunting. Oh, that makes sense because Polk is a very mountainous area. Oh, it is. I mean, it, that's bear country up there. It is. It is. And bear numbers are, are they, they reflect that. I mean, it's, bear harvest is good. Yeah. But it is definitely um, uh, it's definitely a, a convenience thing. Oh, I'm sure. And, I mean, it's a lot easier to drag a deer across even ground than over hill and dale and up one side of a mountain and down the other. Well, down's pretty easy, but up not so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah and unless um unless you're buying one of the um the uh utility vehicles at compass dragging is important yes most definitely most definitely uh got the local trout stocking schedule which was just published uh on all right here we go yes on january 2nd 2020 lake junior in hamilton county will be stocked with trout also on the 2nd, 
uh, in your district, Athens City Park Pond in Athens, Tennessee, mm-hmm. McMinn County, will be stocked. Mm-hmm. Then a second stocking on February 5th will be at Lake Junior here in Hamilton County. And again, February 5th, which is a Wednesday, at Athens City Park Pond in Athens, Tennessee. So you've got two local areas to participate in the urban trout stocking schedule, mm-hmm. or urban trout stocking in this area. We're going to fish in both? I've never been up to Athens. Well, no, I've been through Athens. I haven't. I don't think I've ever stopped in Athens. You've not ever gone up to the Friends of NRA in Athens? Yeah, I have, actually, now that you mentioned it twice, that's, actually. That's where it's at, I think. Oh, okay. I know where that I is. I think. I think. It's a nice park up there. It is. As I, as I recall, it's a really nice park. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You ready to go pay a bill? I believe we are at that time, aren't we? We are. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It was, uh, by all accounts, good in my world. Good. I didn't go Black Friday shopping other than to one place, Sportsman's Warehouse, yesterday. Good deal. That's a place to be on Black Friday. And, um, you know, that works. I ended up having to go to Walmart on Black Friday. Yeah. My mom had a nail in her tire and I drove over to oh. her house when I was leaving town. I was driving over to say bye and, you know, give her a hug and a kiss and hit the road. And I drove in the driveway and her tires flat. And I said, well, let me go ahead and take care of this. So took off the tire. Oh, you're a good son. Took it over. I said, she said, I got it at Walmart, took it over to Walmart, dropped it off there. They pulled the nail out, took care of it. I put the tire back on and then I hit the road. What a nice son you are. Well, I couldn't leave her with a flat tire. Well, you could. 
but I would thought a lot less of you. Than <laughs> well, I mean, it needed to be done. She was just fascinated that I knew how to change a tire, and I'm like, well, I, I, I couldn't. She said, she goes, where did you learn to change a tire? I was like, Mom, you helped pay for part of an engineering degree. It's not that hard. I mean, you take the little thingies off, then you pull the tire off, and then you put, you know, the, the tire, new tire on and put the little thingies back on. This is not complicated. But Thingies? Yeah. That's what she was calling them. She goes, he goes, did you get all the thingies? I was like, what thingies? The little thingies. I said, oh, you mean the lug nuts? She goes, yeah, the thingies. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, I got the little thingies off. Yeah, this is not an uneducated woman either. No, no. She was just, <laughs> I think she was still tired from the uh, day before Thanksgiving. So, Gotcha. All right, so here, here's the thing, and I need, I need listeners to call in. I, like a lot of you, are involved in several large groups on Facebook. Um, Tennessee Deer Hunters, the um, West Tennessee Deer Hunters, Hunters, I don't know, there are a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. I have noticed this year already a tremendous amount of apologists. Okay. And I'm getting really kind of irritated by it. Well, it's not the biggest deer I've ever got, but it's a good one. Okay. And and they're they're holding this the head of this eight point decent spreaded deer. And then you see the oh, it's not very big, but it's my first deer. Well shut up. It's your first deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand how we have become such a society. Where it, I mean, it's like we're measuring everything. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's ridiculous. I do. Enjoy the fact you're out in the woods hunting deer. If you harvest a deer, enjoy the fact that you're harvesting a deer. You know, if you're a horn hunter, for God's sakes, keep your mouth shut, brag on your deer, and quit putting everybody else's down. I think that's part of the reason for the apologist part of it is people have seen these monster bucks and, you know, with five, seven hundred likes on it. And I think that that's where people set the bar. Possibly. So they're apologizing. Oh, I didn't get a twenty nine pointer this year. So I just I it just absolutely drives me nuts. And I feel bad. Um uh, and, and I got to know um, several really good hunters, especially the last few years working on the commission and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, I am so sick of this. Uh, I mean, if you if you luck up and get a big deer, high-five yourself. I'm happy for you. Exactly. But if you get a deer, just a deer, be happy. It's just crazy. I concur. Hey, Dave. Dave? How are you? Hey, man. How are you? Good, good. You're in a good rant right there. I, I, I'm enjoying that. I, we need to start a new group on Facebook and call it Deer Hunters slash Meat Hunters. Okay. And quit these people worrying about this deer that they're shooting, and they're just... It's like they're ashamed. I don't know. I don't I have, get it. I have, and what bothers me, I saw a kid the other day, 
Uh, and, and I say a kid. He was 14 years old. Beautiful six-point deer. Big-bodied deer. And he was apologizing because it was, it was a six-pointer. I'm like, oh, my gosh. My first deer was a six-pointer. And it weighed 170 pounds, and I was pretty darn proud of it because it ate well. <laughs> my my first deer was on Prentice Cooper, and I think I was 14, and it was a just a barely legal spike for the day. And that's, that's still one of my best deer ever because of the very first one. I just, man, I held my chest out for years and years. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a thing wrong with it. Wow. It was tasty. Yes, and, but I just I can't get over how much of an apologist we're becoming. Oh, I know. It's getting really sad. But, hey, listen, I want to encourage everybody uh, to bid early and bid often. I've I've had a little – I've got a little sale going on over at Compass myself today. I <laughs> carried some stuff over uh, over the week of, before we went to Missouri Hunt. And uh, I've got a few items, kind of a – oh, you know, it's one of those – I'm buying stuff and I'm out of room and it's time to get out with the old and in with the new. But – I got some pretty nice items on there, some real old good utility weapons, and I've actually been impressed so far the pre-bidding. I was good. I was kind of impressed. I'm thinking, hey, this is not going to work out bad at all. Good, good. Yeah. I got I got one so you, that I'm I'm concerned about, but other than that, I'm good. There you go. Well, it's uh, it'll jump. Seems like everything's starting to move forward before. Yep bidding time we should be all right don't you think i hope so i'm gonna be over there i don't know if you're gonna make it or not but i'm gonna go over there today no i doubt it i i'll probably get in town around two thirty, three okay. o'clock today so i'll i'll just be listening watching it online and yeah see if i'm gonna buy anything new there you go there you go man <laughs> i'm like you i believe it could become a sickness every time i go in there and look i'm thinking man i need to be bidding on this I'm, no that's not what i'm doing this for i've already got something <laughs> new <laughs> i understand Oh, well, listen, guys, good to talk to you this morning. Glad you have a good Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you soon. You do the same. Be careful. All right. Take care, guys. See you, Dave. See you, Dave. Hey, Sonny, how are you? Hey, I'm doing real good. Uh, Morning, guys. Uh, Rob said, where do you set the bar? And I set the bar at how many freezers do I have plugged in? I like that. (laughs) That's a good – no, that's a good – that's good. I like that. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, told you guys earlier in the season that I had checked in four antlerless deer, and uh, after that I lost my knack. Uh, during muzzleloader and rifle season, I was not able to do it at all. Hmm. So I gave up and went down here where there's this fancy flooded cornfield full of big ducks. <laughs> uh-huh. I see where you're going with that. So- yeah. And there's so many people in this fancy flooded field of corn. It's a cornfield, flooded cornfield, and it's full of big ducks. And it's just right down the road here. And there's so many people in it (laughs) (laughs) that uh, they've camped out and they've got a campfire going and a tent up and all kinds of fancy stuff going on. So yesterday I snuck in behind them where there's a beaver pond and shot me a couple of wood ducks just for fun. Nice. And uh, we're going to go back down here and watch it all happen again today. I thought it was humorous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't heard that many people shoot their gun all at once in a long time. That is funny. That, it is. <laughs> that is funny. Well, but good, anyways, good for you. 
I just wanted to check in real quick. I got to pull in and get some fuel. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Sonny. Take care, Pazan. Bye. I like that. Mm-hmm. How many freezers do I have? I'd post that photo on Facebook. Just open the open the lid of the freezer. Heck, I might even do a video. Put some music with it. Dun 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 dun. dun. Hey, I'm I'm sitting here looking. They have a Colt Anaconda. Ooh. Forty four Magnum. Bidding has got up to eighteen hundred dollars on this thing. It's a good gun, though. I know it is, but good lord, eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, you make that big radio money. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I know I do. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna uh, as I'm selling and I'm selling. Yeah, and buying. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to the break, and when we come back, we'll grab this uh, next guy's calling in, and. Uh, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Well, every spring for five long years of been chasing down the same long beard is get up early and I give him all I Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you and Roberto this morning. Looking at stuff at the, the auction to buy. Well, you mean to sell. Just buy. <laughs> I'm sorry, to sell. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, and you just pulled out your, your best uh, crocodile dundee. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. That's a knife. They have one. Yeah. They have, have, have a boker. A boker pig sticker. I think, yeah, it's a big pig sticker. <laughs> <laughs> so back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Apologies. Have you noticed it on your Facebook feed? Um, yes, I have. I don't know whether it's uh, being kind of passive-aggressive. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe everybody is trying. I'm speculating here. 
maybe everybody has seen a lot of these big deer and they think that's the standard. Uh, if it's your first deer, be proud. I'm, you know, everybody said, you know, their first deer. My first deer, this doe walked out. I popped her, got up there, and oh look, it's a little button buck. Well, surprise, surprise, still my first deer, and I'll always remember it. Was it big? No. Did I think it was a doe? Yes. You know, did I take pictures? Yeah. That was that was back during the dark time when TWRA said if it broke the skin, it was a buck. Yeah, and I I tagged it as a buck. You know, but there again, I guess I was. I think I don't know if it's I don't want to say how you were raised. It, it it's what you believe in. I guess hanging around you and a lot of the other people that we associate with. If it, the rule was when I was out there, if it's brown, it's down. If it's got antlers, great. If it doesn't, great. It's it's gonna end up in the freezer. It doesn't matter. I was out there meat hunting, and I'm still that way when I fish. If I'm not gonna keep the fish, if I'm not if it's not going directly into the cooler. And then into the freezer, I'm gonna let it go. Um, I, and I've seen some apologists on trout fishing too. Well, it's not big, but it's colorful. Who cares? You caught a fish. Congratulations. I mean, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't is that, have. Is to that be. just a function of of we're now living our life in social media? I think it may be, and I think it's possibly people. You know, hey, I caught a really nice trout, and and then you get a lot of these people saying congratulations, congratulations. And you look at the 87 congratulations, but you focus in on the one person and say, well, I've caught bigger or doesn't look very big, should have held it this way. Then everybody focuses in on the one or two negative comments. And I think we need to just tell those people, say, well, either learn to say, well, oh, well. But people tend to focus on that one negative comment. Well, and I do think there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of Facebook administrators Mm -hmm. that should kick people out of groups. Oh, I concur. Uh, there was one yesterday, I, and when I'm when I'm sitting around, especially, and I do this more on on Friday nights than any time, because I'm sitting around trying just to look what's happening and get an idea of uh, of the pulse of what's going on or whatever the out there and and but there was there's some people that are just horses asses, yes, and they need to be they need to be they need to be booted by the administrators of these groups. If you criticize, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about against healthy discussion or debate. Right. If somebody says, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you're the dummy that asked. Right. Then you should, you just, you get what you want. Right. But I see some people that are just, and and I love it when people on the, there was one guy yesterday, I forgot his name now, but somebody said, were you born this way or did you just become a horse's ass (laughs) over over your life yeah i mean it was and he was i mean he was a jerk and And i I just i mean again he should be blocked and kicked out i just we don't need this in our life i agree and i think i think we we enjoy the the everybody enjoys the praise of you know you i put up i put a picture up of some soup that i made a couple of weeks ago everybody says "Ooh, looks good blah blah and then one person makes this comment, and it just ruins, you know, the whole thread. And, and, and I'm sitting there going, really? Really? And it was like, well, I use this instead of that. Yeah. Well, good for you. I did not solicit your opinion, <laughs> but good for you. I and, don't want your opinion. Yeah. It, I just think it's a matter of, of how we react on social media. Now, see, I like this guy. The doe dressed at 78 and the five-pointer dressed at 67. Freezer is stocked. There you go. There you go. 
There you, well, could have been bigger. And he's smiling. Yep. Well, shoot, I'd be smiling too if I had two deer going in a freezer. So I just, I, I mean, I don't know. It just, it's just one of those things I find, I find very interesting. Maybe we need a kinder, gentler class on how to be polite. I mean, if now I'm with you, if you say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" or, um, or if you, uh, you know, if you do something. I mean, I'll be honest. My wife, I think my wife put it on Facebook. Uh, she wore two different shoes to the office one day, and I don't mean <laughs> a navy and a black. I mean, I'm talking a black and a tennis shoe that neither one were anywhere close to being colored. I just thought that that's what she chose to do. Do what now? I just thought it was on purpose. No, no, it was by accident. She was tired that morning, and she wore two different shoes, and she put it on Facebook and said, look what I did. Everybody's laughing with her about the funny thing. There were no mean comments. Somebody, you know, all it would have taken is some, as you said, horse's ass to come in and go, well, you know, you shouldn't have done that, or, or just be make a snide, rude comment. We need to be we need to be nicer on online, I think, but... I try to be encouraging. So do you know what that means? What's that? Uh, he got his first deer. And what I'm looking at is, is in Tennessee Woods and Water, uh, a young man was got his first deer and they cut his shirt tail out. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I've, I've, I've seen the shirt tail bit a couple of ways. When you miss your first deer, <laughs> they cut it out. Okay. And then when you get your first one. Okay. Um. And this is an old tradition. I have my shirt tail from when I first soloed. Really? They, yep. They cut the shirt tail out and ride it on there, and I, I have it framed. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, and then we have in our fall uh, hunting group, we have uh, kangaroo court when you miss that when you miss that bear or that boar. <laughs> kangaroo court. Okay, kangaroo I like court. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And it can get pretty brutal. I think. See, here you go, right here. This isn't the biggest deer in the woods, but I am sure proud of it. No, you're not. You apologized. Your first thing you did was apologize for it. I'm sorry. Today was the first day that I've been able to hunt in over 10 years. I was 14 the last time I shot a deer. I'll mark this day as a success. I mean, number one, it is a poorly formed spike. Okay, good to remove from the genetic population. Exactly. But, I mean, the first thing you did was apologize. That's the first sentence. This isn't the biggest deer in the woods. And if he hasn't hunted in 14 years, heck, you should be smiling ear to ear that you're actually out doing it again. I agree. And then there are the big ones. Yeah. Good for them. Yay. Yeah, I mean, but people see those big ones and think, well, if that's possibly think, that's normal. So, have you ever cooked deer testicles? I have not. Why? Is there a video? Out I'm how watching to? a video on how to do that. Okay. Sure. I mean, well, you know, some people eat the heart and the lungs and all the other stuff too. So absolutely. Rocky Mountain oysters. What's the difference? Well, no. Well, probably size, but other than that, I'm just saying if we're talking bovine and Servid size, that's pretty much it. Okay. Do we need to apologize on the size of those? These aren't the biggest oysters in the world, but I was about to go somewhere else, but this is a 
rated G show, but you got the picture. I think the rated G went out the window. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Sorry about that. Those look good. They look like scallops. (laughs) They're not. I'm never eating scallops again. (laughs) We'll be right back. There's a chill in the air. Got put in jail? Got one phone call? Give us a call. 267-1023. 267-1023. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has shiners, redworms, nightcrawlers, crickets, waxworms, skipjack, and toughies. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, the only shop in the area to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Lou's crappie rods and bait casting reels are also in stock. They also carry 5-inch pre-rigged swim baits by Lurch's Lures, and they just got in a shipment of Rapala and Missile Soft Plastics. Jax is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from exit 153, so it's a convenient stop on the way to the lake or the river. They also carry snacks and everything else you need for your cooler. Jax is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they are open seven days a week for your bait and tackle needs. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., Fridays and Saturdays from 6 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. Give them a call at 698-8339, and check out their Facebook page. Be sure to check out their page for special discounts that are only posted there. Jack's Bait and Tackle has been in business for over 50 years, so they know a lot about bait. All right, welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this first hour of the week. Schedule coming up. Robert. On January 18th and 19th, the 29th annual Sandhill Crane Festival is happening at the Hiawassee Refuge. goes on daily from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., so be sure and head out to that. Lots of great vendors and lots of great uh, experiences to see out there. Normally they have a raptor show, which is absolutely wonderful, and you can meet a lot of your friendly TWA officers. On February 1st, the Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner is going to be happening at Bayside Baptist Church starting at about 4-ish. On the 8th, the Silverdale Wild Game Dinner is going to be happening at Silverdale Baptist Church at 4 p.m.-ish. And do we know who the speakers are for either one of those? One of them is Jimmy Houston, I believe. Okay. so I don't, know, I don't remember which one. I will figure that out in the top of the hour break, and we'll let you know that in the next hour. Then on the 14th of March is the DU Youth Event out at Covey Creek Farms. If you've got a youth in your life, son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, niece, nephew, Send them out to this because the kids get to experience shooting, hiking, hunting. They had a bike trail last year. They can fish. They can do all these things, and they can meet both uh, TWA officers and Georgia DNR officers who are there to help give out badges to all the kids. So there you go. It's a great, great event. And if you got anything you want on the calendar, send it to Rob at TonySandersOutdoors.com, Rob at Tony Sanders, and I will read it live on the air. I cooked some venison sausage. Oh, you did? 
If I'd gotten up earlier, I was actually going to bring you guys some. Oh. But it didn't happen. That's okay. So. That's all right. It was a thought that counted right. Yeah, that's all, that's all that matters. <coughs> trying to think if I've, I've got to cook Deborah up some crane because I've button, got to clean her, out the fridge. Our butt and in there going, heck no, the thought doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm hungry. i got to cook up some crane. I think I've got one one bag of crane left so I can I got to get it out of the freezer because well, I got to make room. Nana Peggy sent home a ton of food for, with me and Deborah, so we'll, the freezer's kind of full, so I got to go through that so I can go crane hunting and have room to put. I believe you need to buy a freezer for your lighting room. That's not a bad idea. I know it's not. Just one of the smaller chest freezers. Yeah. Because you always whine that you don't have freezer room. That's true. You use my freezer rooms to keep yeah. your deer in. Freezers. Yeah. Freezers. Yes, plural. Keep your deer and your crane and stuff in. No, no I don't, don't keep my crane over there. I know what happens to my crane <laughs> when I keep it at Tony Sanders' house. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you need to get one of those little chest freezers. Yeah, I know. Maybe they have one at the auction today. Well, I hadn't looked for that. I need to look for that. All right. Well, we're going to go pay our top-of-the-hour bills. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. The old man ran the bait shop and you door the Mississippi. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two, Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. This would be Green Saturday. Okay. I'll... It's actually Small Business Saturday. Oh, okay. Small Business Saturday. Green Saturday. I didn't know if that had something to do with accounting because I know red and black have something to do with accounting. Black Friday, so it had to be something different on Saturday. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) I am not one of those people that makes every retailer's Christmas. (laughs) Just not. I don't know about that. I think think you make, uh, occasionally you make Carl very happy. Well, no, sportsmen's, I spend a lot of money at. Yeah, I can say that because my wife is still asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but other retailers, uh, not so much. Yeah, I did go out to Sportsman's yesterday, but I didn't go at six a.m. Okay. And I want I want to say, Carl, you know what time Carl left? What time? Like I mean, he's working half days. Well, he's in charge. I mean, yeah. I know, but he's still working half. It's the busiest day of the year. And he leaves at like 4 o'clock. I'm like, really? (laughs) He's got a shop, too. Not on Black Friday. The only thing he's doing on Black Friday is sell, sell, sell. Mm, True. Uh, He said they are working half days, 12 hours. Yeah. He did get up at 4 a.m. yesterday. Fair enough. To be there so they can open the doors. So, yeah, I'm not going to give him too hard of a time. (laughs) Uh. A lot of people in the store. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of bustle and people moving around. A lot of people at the gun counter mm-hmm. uh, selling a bunch of firearms yesterday. Well, they've got a lot of them in stock. They do. Their walls are full. Their, their walls are just chock full of guns, which is which is a good thing. I saw our coolers. Mm-hmm. I like those. Oh, I love mine. As a matter of fact, I think that needs to be on everybody's Christmas list. You want to... Would you like to go over our Christmas list? Suggestions for people since people may be shopping this weekend? Oh, we can. Okay. You think they'll buy any of them for us? I hope so. I hope our listeners would buy some of these great items that I've come up with. For us? For us, yeah. How long have you been doing the show? Uh, going on, what, nine, ten years now? How many Christmas gifts have you gotten? Uh, one or two. <laughs> I'd say there's a real good chance it ain't happening again. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I can think of something. So what's, that, your, what's your what's your first one? My first one, always always a good idea. It's utilitarian. It's useful, and it's helpful. Get an outdoors person a crock pot. A crock pot. Because you can do deer roast, bear roast, antelope roast, whatever we want to roast in there. Set it, forget it, and then later you've got a great meal. And there's a lot of recipes that call for a cr- crockpot. Crockpot's always a great idea because you, you can even cook non-wild game in it. You can cook soups. You could make uh, taco soup with venison like I do. So I, I think a crockpot's always a good idea. Make it a big one, too. Not one of them little ones. Make it a big crockpot. That is by far not the first thing I thought would come out of your mouth. I've been doing a lot of cooking, though, recently. That's true. I saw somebody a few minutes ago ask about dehydrators. That is a cool thing. Dehydrators? Dehydrators. That, that would be good, too. Um, do a lot of stuff with it. Uh, make jerky, yeah. Make, I make a lot of jerky. Mm-hmm. And and I may be the only person in America that uses um, ground beef for jerky or ground ground meat. I do that all the time. Mm, I know. I think I know somebody else who does. Not many people. Me people cut up like a right. roast. Oil. I I I love the the burger version of jerky. Hmm. I got a, um, you know. So there's a dehydrator right there, and then there's a jerky shooter right there. That's the way you do it, then. Oh, it is. Uh, that's why I do. It. I love doing it that way. Um, I think it's less. I think it's more tender. Okay. Now, my son Kyle was over there yesterday. It was kind of funny. I'm upstairs in the break room chit-chatting with Jim Rhodes, district manager for Sportsman's. And my phone rings, and so I answer it, and it was Kyle. He goes, are you a sportsman? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, I thought I saw your car out here. And he goes, I'm just, I was just leaving. He goes, I'll come back in. So he came back in, and. Um, it turned into him showing me what he wants for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> what, what was on his list? Um, they got a cooker there. Uh, it's kind of a red cooker. It's like a big green egg, except it's another brand. Right. Um, Komodo or something like that. Okay. Um, that's uh, He was bragging on that. Hmm. Um, you can't miss it. It looks like a. 
Big red egg. Big red egg. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Okay. Um, and he's got a small one. He was looking at the bigger one. I'm like, uh, no. I'll tell you what I when I when I find when Deborah and I finally get a house of our own. One of the first things I'm going to get is a really big chest freezer, but I want to get a smoker because we had some smoked chicken at uh, chicken. Listen to me. Sorry. Make that turkey at Thanksgiving at her house. Uh, her cousin Eddie has a uh, electric smoker and smoked a, chi- a turkey in there, and it it was significantly better than the one that came just baked. Uh, well, you know, our buddy Corky is kind of like a, a smoking guru. Oh, yeah. You've had his smoke. Oh, gosh, yeah. His is great. Uh, his is better than most. I'm not even a big smoked turkey fan. Uh, I have a... I have one about like that one right there, a master built smoker. Electric. Uh-huh. Yeah. I brought you a lot of smoked meat, hadn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's always been good. Yeah. It's always been good. <laughs> Those are, th- you know what else I wouldn't, I'll tell you what's on top. I may have said, I may have said crock pot at the yeah. top of the list. It was the first thing that popped in my mind. I'll tell you what's at the very, very top of my list, a guided trip. A guided trip? Mm-hmm. A guided trip where? Don't care as long as I'm being guided. Could be fish, could be fowl, could be whatever. I would. That's always a really great item to get somebody is a a guided trip because you're getting giving them like a little mini vacation. Hey, and our buddy um, Richard Sims over at Scenic uh, City Fishing, his rates are going up January one. I'll book early to avoid disappointment on that. Yes, I was thinking. That's always fun though. A guided trip's always fun. That would be on my wish list for Christmas. New firearms. A new firearm would not be bad. What, for what do you What do you need? What do I need? What do I need? Or what? Th- yeah, there's a difference between need and want. Need. Um, let's see here. I need. I need to get. First thing I need is I need to get Deborah a gun. So, second thing I would need. I need a. I need the. I would love to have a 1911 style pistol. Hmm. Any particular brand? Um, I need a Kimber, but I will probably, ah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Be a grizzly. If, yeah, if you're going to go big, go go hard. Um, Kimber, you Colt. Want, you want a full size? I don't know. Five-inch barrel? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking a little or small. commanders. Yeah, I'm thinking it's commander ones. So I could actually conceal it because that, that, the full size, not really concealable. Not well, it is, but... You just can't sit down. <laughs> you like to sit down for this three-hour meeting? No, I'll stand. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm armed. I'm good. Um, it depends on what you, how you want to do it. Oh yeah. Hey, I have a I have a I have a Miami Vice. I mean, a Don Johnson Miami Vice for a 1911. Oh, the sh- shoulder holster. Yeah. Hmm. See, then you can sit down. Yeah, I don't know, but well, yeah, you could sit down. Wear a jacket. Yeah, wear a jacket, but then then my gun will smell like April Fresh uh, deodorant and have a white stain on it all the time. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Please don't. <laughs> Giving you a visual this early in the morning. Didn't need that. Okay. Uh, uh, gift cards are always great for Christmas because that that always fits. So. Do you do you, do you get does your family go uh, gift cards very impersonal? Uh, some my wife says that sometimes, but 
I always think a gift card is great because you can do with with it whatever your heart desires. That's how I look at it. Gotcha. Um, I know both my nephews want gift cards this year because they want to go pick out stuff. Uh, and her family, we are doing a gift card exchange, and we went around the room, and everybody said where they would like a gift card from, and they got to me, and I said, uh, I would like a gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse. And they said, oh, that's that new store that just opened up here in Murfreesboro. And I said, yes, it is. You may go get me a gift card there, and it will work at any of the Sportsman's Warehouse, specifically the one I go to, Carl. So There you go. Let's go to Beaverman. Beaverman. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. As I stand outside in short pants. Yeah. Watching the sun starting to break. Um, what is the temp- what is the temperature like in 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 your your area? Well, it's about sixty one here now. It may get up to a blazing seventy eight or nine tomorrow. Well, I mean today, it's like fifty five or fifty six here. Oh really? It is this morning. It is yes. Well, it, it is currently fifty seven. Going up to a high of sixty three. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're down here in Florida, and six three, all is well. I um, I'm, I'm happy Thanksgiving, all that crap. <laughs> anyway, having the family down here, the family, nobody, nobody in my wife's family fishes or hunts or guns or not nothing, not a not a not a. But um, did you not? A did you not? Rod in, that I bought. Did you not investigate that, Carter? Did you not investigate yeah. that when you married her? Well, you know, love is blind. True. And I did not, Apparently. didn't realize I had to marry her whole family. Yeah. But I married her. Okay. And uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm fishing with rudimentary objects here. A, a crappy bait caster that all the guides and the eyes are wore out. A box of plastics that is at least as old as the first Clinton administration and the that's kind of stuck and globulated together. And anyway, so I made my brother in law take me on Thanksgiving morning over to Walmart, which was half closed. I mean they had big aisles blocked off where and I got me some hooks and some worms and some uh some bullet weights and fishing lily pads with this crappy rod. Well yesterday luckily I met a good friend. That lives in their neighborhood. He came down and went in doubt, asked the locals. Mm-hmm. Dude had what it take. The little crazy ink trick worm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck is that? He goes, oh, that, that works. I'm like, yeah, all right. He throws out. Bam! He catches a fish. Just standing on the dock. I'm like, uh, can I borrow your other rod, please? Hmm. And anyway, we made great friends. He's a French-Canadian from Montreal. And he's sick of the snow, and he's been down here a long time. He loves to fish. Well, he's, good. In, he's in heaven. He just doesn't want to drill holes in the ice anymore? Nope. Don't have to do that down here in central Florida. No? Yeah. Well, good for you. Nope. And uh, anyway, so then that's when it, when it got dark, and I'm still out there fishing with him, and we're still catching bass. It's like the same bass, though. You know, he's 11 inches long. Yeah. And uh, wife comes out, are you ready to come and eat with the rest of the family? No. Uh, ah, humbug. All right, there, I said it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is my new friend. Bye. <laughs> anyway. 
If I eat all That's my vegetables, right. can I come back out and play? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let me go back out and play after that. Oh. That was sad. Well, it's only, anyway, it's it's only... Cool. We did go to a very cool place yesterday, Apopka National Wildlife Refuge. Okay. Which is an interesting read. Uh, you can Google it if you wish. But it's a. Um, it was an area that was farmed. It was purposely drained and canaled to be farmed. There were a lot of nurseries there at one time. And there it got very, very polluted. The Apopka, Lake Apopka, which is, I think, the sixth largest lake, lake in the state, and um, got horribly polluted. Right. And so they went in and, re- and flooded these areas, this estuary of, you know, it's kind of a creek and, and all, but it is so full of wildlife. It is, I mean, full of birds, full of gators, full of, uh, we saw an otter. It's all, all kind of critters. Cool. Just on this nice little drive and um, with my sister-in-law, mother-in-law, and lovely bride. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, it was a beautiful, beautiful little spot out here in Central Florida. Well, I hope you enjoy your uh, the rest of your trip. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going fishing here in about 30 minutes. Good. Good deal. So your new friends, your new friends going to meet I you. I can entertain myself with a cheap rod and a bag of plastics. There you go. So, well, tell your new friend bonjour. I certainly will. He wanted to talk hockey with me, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I like hockey." And he was talking hockey, and I'm like, "How about those Braves?" <laughs> and anyway, good times, gentlemen. I'm enjoying listening via the interwebs here. Well, Beaverman, thank you, and uh, we're going to go pay a bill, and so you can keep listening on the on the interwaves. Thank you, sir. All right, have a good one. See, you. take care, buddy. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm on a first name basis at the tackle shop. Ladies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has medium, large, and jumbo shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, waxworms, skipjacks, and toughies. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Loose crappie rods and bait casting reels are in stock, and they just got a big shipment in of missile soft plastics and Rapala lures. Come check them out. They are down just a short drive from Bonnie Oaks from 153, so it's a convenient stop on the way to the lake or the river. They also carry a lot of snacks and drinks for your cooler, so you can be happy when you're out on the lake fishing. Jack's is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they are open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., Fridays and Saturdays from 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Give them a call at 698-8339 and check out their Facebook page because they have special discounts and promotions that are only posted on their Facebook page. Jax has been in the tackle business for over 50 years, so they know everything about bait. Ha! Uh-huh. 
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got a little weird outdoor news. Yeah, uh, before we get to that, back to your uh, topic of being a deer apologist. Okay. Uh, somebody sent me a picture, and they said this is exactly what social media has done. Social media has made y'all comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the mouth for it. There you go. So, appreciate Shane Boyd sending that to me this morning. So, thanks, Shane. That's true. And I think he's 100% correct. When you disrespect somebody in person, it's a lot different than being a keyboard warrior and typing from a distance. So, We do have some weird wild outdoors. A Texas woman was killed by feral hogs outside her home in an unbelievably tragic incident. Feral hogs attacked and killed a woman outside a southeast Texas home where she worked as a caretaker, according to authorities. Christine Rollins, 59, cared for an elderly couple in their cared for an elderly couple in their home in the small town of Awak. Unbelievably tragic, this rare incident. Just what little research we have, uh, we found less than six of these reported in the nation, said the Chambers County Sheriff Brian Hawthorne. Less than six uh, wild hog attacks in the nation. Uh, Hawthorne said Monday that the 84-year-old woman she cared for was waiting for Rollins to arrive on Sunday. The woman went outside and found the woman in her front yard between the car and the door. Hawthorne said that Rollins had severe head wounds and several other injuries consistent with animal bites. The coroner in the neighboring uh, county of Jefferson ruled Monday that she bled to death after being attacked by feral hogs. Uh, Wow. The medical examiner said the cause of death was exsanguination due to feral hog assault. That's pretty amazing. Uh, it well, it's amazing, but I can understand. I'm I'm honestly surprised that, well, not necessarily death. I'm surprised that six deaths have been reported in the nation. But if you've ever seen the the teeth on those feral hogs, those can rip up somebody real quick. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, the other night, I forgot what night it was. It was either Wednesday night or Thursday night, and. Uh, the neighbor's dog was just raising cane, mm-hmm. and uh, and I took uh, Gunner out. and And for those of you that have seen, you know, follow me on Facebook, you've seen pictures of Gunner. He is not necessarily small. Uh, he's probably sixty five pounds at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're out walking around the yard, and and the dog is just continuing raising cane. And I'm like, oh, God, God's sake, shut up. We're out here at least three times a day. Right. You see us. Shut up. Yeah. And it's continuing, continuing. And then probably uh, not very far away, maybe a couple hundred yards, a pack of coyotes began howling. Whoa. And I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, Gunner's never really heard the coyotes like that. And, mm-hmm. But he just he instantly goes into tension yeah, and starts trying to figure out where they're at. And, um, and so I just kind of walk over to my car and, and I'm like, interesting. Hmm. And I retrieved something that would protect us. Good. Kind of figured as much, but. And normally I don't, I don't, uh, it, there, there's, it depends. When I walk in the mornings, mm-hmm. I always carry a gun. Mm-hmm. 
uh, always have for years, just because you never know what you're going to run into. Right. Animal-wise, it's not that I'm really worried about people, but I'm more worried about animals. Uh, but this was like, huh, this is, so I have, uh, I have safes in my cars, and I retrieved something out of the safe. That would certainly take care of the coyote problem if presented. Yes. Uh, it had, it sounded like five or six. I mean, hmm. it was a, it was a bunch, including some small pups. Hmm. Um, it, but it explained now why the dog was raising so much cane. Right. Because it was behind. He was between us and the coyotes. Gotcha. So where I live, you got a, a road, then you got a neighborhood, and then you got the lake. So it's we're in, and it's very. There's a lot of community property right there. Plus, you got TVA owns all the land up to a certain point, so you've got a lot of place for wildlife to to reside. A real nice buffer in there. Yeah, yeah. and. And and dog, barking dog was between us and the water, gotcha. And the coyotes were near the water. Hmm. Uh, and like I said, they were they were a couple hundred yards. They were not very far. So well, fortunately, we fortunately you don't have a feral hog problem up in Saudi no. yet. Not yet. Uh, do you have deer? Uh, as haven't seen deer in a long time. We, I see I see the tracks in my yard. Right. Uh, but I've been seeing the deer in my yard several times hmm. this year. Interesting. So if they get too close, they will become freezer bear. <laughs> They're looking for their lost people. They heard you got a couple of freezers at your house. Yeah. Uh, we will chill them out. Excuse me. We're looking for Buck. You seen Buck anywhere? We, we can't <laughs> find him. Yeah, Buck is on shelf three. Yeah. <laughs> and shelf two. <laughs> As is well. All right. We'll be right back. Tuning Centers Outdoors. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. Three generations of hunting in our veins. Talking about what might happen on opening day. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Hey, Robin, I want you to come out and see us today. About high noon at... Compass Auctions. Uh, they're having their, what was it? Guns and Gut Buster. Guns and Gut Buster. I like that. <coughs> They'll be America. 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 They'll be cooking uh, hot dogs and hamburgers at uh, at Compass. It's on uh, Freeman Street. I don't even know the actual address. Do you know it? Uh, not I don't, my head. Unfortunately, I know how to get there real easily. We'll give people some good directions there. Um, the easiest thing to do is to go to the Police Service Center on Amicola Highway. Take a left, and I think that's Wisdom Street, and go about three-quarters of the way, and you come to Freeman Street on the right. Turn right, and as soon as you turn right, you'll see their their vehicle lot on the left, and then their, uh, just right past the vehicle lot is the building that we'll be in. And you can uh, go by. I'm trying to look for their actual physical address right now. I'm it's something Freeman Street. Yeah. But it's so simple. You, you seriously, you just go to go police service center. Everybody know where that that's at. Turn left on Wisdom Street. Right. Go or left. Or yeah, left or right on Wisdom, right there at the police service center. Three quarters of the way down the road. If you get to the stop sign, you've gone too far. Turn around. Mm-hmm. Uh but You'll see Freeman Street. It's right next to where the uh, paintball place used to be. It's kind of moved onto Freeman Street, but it used to be right there on the. Okay. It's a tactical place now. Okay, that'll that'll be really good directions to get there. You and can't you can't miss it. And that starts at eleven o'clock for registering to bid. Registration opens at eleven. Food starts at noon. The um, auction starts at one. So there we go. Hope to see a lot of people out there. Tony and I will be out there. So come by and say hey to us if you're out there. Rob will be signing autographs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, no, it's really kind of cool. Uh, it's just it's a big warehouse. I mean, it's where they store everything. Yeah. But the, the Jeeps and the motorcycles, the motorcycles are all lined up. What they're going to do, which I think is pretty cool, because they've never done this before, where they've done a live auction for guns. Mm-hmm. So they've got a table. That's probably 45, 50 feet long. Tables, 45, 50 feet long, maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have all the guns laid out on those tables. So, and the guns are throughout the whole auction. So, let's say lot number 12 sells. They're going to pull it off the table and put it back in the cage. Um, so, if you come in anytime after the auction starts, if it's on the table, you can bid. 
And if it's not on the table, it has been sold to some lucky bidder. Correct. They are going to be doing background checks today. Good deal. So if you get a gun there, you can get your background check. They are an FFL dealer. So Correct. there you go. That simple. Mm-hmm. So guns and gut busters. Sounds like a plan. I'm looking forward to it. I read this in the first hour, but I'm going to go ahead and read it again. Uh, if you're interested in the trout stocking schedule for local areas. Like Rob is? Yeah, sure. Lake Junior is going to be stocked uh, January 2nd here in Hamilton County. Also on the 2nd, which is a Thursday, in Athens, Tennessee, the City Park Pond in Athens will be stocked with trout as well. Then the restocking is going to be February 5th, which is Wednesday. It's going to be at Lake Junior and again at Athens City Park Pond. So if you want to participate in the urban stocking and participate in taking some trout there, both of those will be open starting on uh, whatever day they open up on. So it would be the following uh, Saturday, which no, would be... No, Lake Junior is open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So, so it would be the 3rd of January through the end of April. Right. Is what the season will be. Mm-hmm. So you can go catch some stocked trout and make your buddy, the trout professor, happy. Mm-hmm. When are y'all doing your event? Uh, we will, Trout Unlimited will probably be doing the out and about trout freeze out on the <laughs> Saturday after the 5th of February, which would be Wednesday, five, seven, five, be the 8th of January, or January, yeah. You gonna Fe- do Janu- I'm sorry, 8th of February, 8th of February. I hope it is not as cold as it was last year. Oh my gosh. We had, well, it wasn't looking like it was going to be that cold, but good golly. And they said, Rob, bring your fly tying stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to tie flies in 45-mile-an-hour sustained winds. The tarps and tents, we've had to anchor them down, which was really convenient because we had one big, large truck to tie to because all the guys drove their trucks there. And we had a little problem with one of the canopies trying to blow away, so we used a uh, drift boat anchor, which worked out really, really well. We used a drift boat anchor and we used a spare tire off the drift boat. So it was it was definitely cold. Oh, my God, it, it was, was cold. I've I've never felt cutting wind like that in a long time. I, well, I've never felt it like that. That was just brutal. It was just brutal out there. I mean, to see me with a a pom pom top bogging on, yeah. You were warm though. I was warm. I have to admit, beggars can't be choosers. I was. I I, I didn't say a word, did I? Nope. I'll be, pre- I'll be prepared. You said, why'd you give me this one? I said, I'll give you a black one. No, no, you keep that one. I will I will be prepared this year. Well, hopefully we won't have to be prepared and we'll have a little bit nicer weather. I don't mind cool, but that wind was just unreal last year. <laughs> and the water's finally, I did notice the water has finally gone down. You know the picnic table that was the uh, fishing platform for a lot of people out there at Lake Junior? Uh-huh. The one that was submerged? Yeah. It's no longer submerged, but I can't guarantee that that's going to happen next year because we'd gotten so much rain in january and uh that part of the lake had overtaken a lot of the area where people fish so hopefully the lake junior will be much lower this year and make it more convenient yeah people out there sitting there fishing was kind of humorous i couldn't figure out what they were sitting on for a few minutes until i realized it was the very top they were standing on something what are they standing on because they're really elevated above the water. <laughs> I looked over there and I was like, that's a picnic table top. Big cement picnic table. Sure as heck. They'd waded out there to it and were standing on st- standing on it to get it a little bit further out to get their lines out further. <laughs> Fortunately, that's now a, 
and I, I say this, we'll have to play this clip again when the time comes. It is currently out of the water. So, Currently out of the water. Mm-hmm. It is high and dry for the moment. Good. I don't know about Athens Park Pond. I have no, I don't know that I've ever seen that body of water. Okay. So. Of course, you know, ours is dependent on when the um, um, the rains come. <laughs> yeah. You mean the floods? Yeah, the floods. The January floods? Absolutely. This was a weird weather year. And, and I again, I would like to echo what one of your biologists said. I just want a normal year so I can get a baseline. Oh, yeah. I just want it. Just one normal year. That's all I need. One normal year. Because you know those data charts are just with all with the, how much rain we had this year, you know those data charts are just inaccurate as heck right now because oh, of yeah. all it. Absolutely. So, and then the year before that, like or something was, we're seventeen or eighteen inches below on rain in drought conditions. This year we're twenty seven inches above by, you know, mid March or something along those lines. All right, man, can you believe it? Final break of the morning. Mm. Tony Center's Outdoors. We'll be right back. The old man ran the bait shop and you door the Mississippi. He had his whole life story mounted right there on the Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. 
Let's hit the calendar of events coming up. On uh, January 18th and 19th, 2020, is the 29th annual Sandhill Crane Festival. It's going to be out at the Hiawassee Refuge each day. It's going to start at 8 a.m. and end at 5 p.m. There's going to be a lot of vendors, food, a lot of great informational programs there. You can meet TWA officers, have a great time out there, and you can probably see a lot of cranes while you're out there at the Sandhill Crane Festival. Then on February 1st, the Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner is going to be happening at Bayside Baptist, and it's going to start around 4 o'clock-ish. And then on the 8th of February, Silverdale Wild Game Dinner will be happening at Silverdale Baptist Church. It's going to start again at 4 o'clock-ish, thereabouts. Then on March 14th, 2020, listen up. If you've got kids, grandkids, nephews, nieces, sons, daughters, whatever the case is, they need to come out to this DU Greenhead Youth event. It's going to be out at Covey Creek Farms, and they can participate in a lot of different events and see a whole bunch of outdoor activities such as skeet shooting, BB guns, archery, fishing, biking, all kinds of stuff. And they can meet the nice officers from the TWA and the Georgia DNR. They usually send representatives out there to help the kids and give them badges and all kinds of stuff. So you can talk to a real wildlife officer while you're out there. And that is always, as always, sponsored in major part by our good friends out at Sportsman's Warehouse. So, because they give back to the community all the time. So that's Sweet. counting. If you have anything that you'd like added to the outdoor events, if your church is having a wild game dinner or something along those lines, send it to me at, to- at yeah, send it to me at Tony. Yeah, try that again. Send it to me, Rob at TonySandersOutdoors.com. Rob at TonySandersOutdoors.com. I don't know who I am anymore. Apparently, I'm Tony. Or- Woo. I don't even know my own email. Sorry about that. It's not complicated. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Just live radio. Don't worry about it. I'm not. And I'm not going to give you the numbers for the muzzle loader season either, so we can just leave it right there. Why? Because <laughs> I don't. one, I don't have them, and two, you know I'm going to mess it up, and that's why you keep asking. All right, so last minute of the day, anything you want to say? I hope everybody gets a chance to get out this weekend, and I know it's fun spending time with family and friends, but it's also a great time to get away <laughs> from the malls and get outdoors. Or get away from your family and friends. I didn't say that. Tony Sanders said that, and if you have comments about that, please send it to Tony at TonySandersOutdoors.com. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, it's, every Thanksgiving you remember why you moved away from these crazy people. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you stop and think about it. That's true. Yeah. That is true. I mean, what is it? Uh, I think, you know, what is it? Family family, and family and fish, they're both nice, but they begin to stink after three or four days. So, <laughs> Rob at TonySandersOutdoors.com. There you go. Yeah, I'm not going to. Send all comments. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, wow. Show was done. It was. It was a good show. And, uh, yep, Cindy's here for Outside with Cindy. She's going to be live. She's going to be live. Uh, we're not the only ones broadcasting after Thanksgiving. I think we did it to work off our Thanksgiving meals, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thanks for all the people that called in talking about the Deer Apologist. We will see you next week on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bands, 
You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.